What a fun session with Freddie Ravel. I almost can't stop singing, body Oh, man, to have talked to somebody that has spent time with some of the musical greats all around the world and that has taken the lessons he's learned from that and is transferring them now to business audiences to help encourage them, absolutely fantastic. Looking back over my copious notes that I took on this, Freddie's ability to link music, which is an artistic, creative, primarily right-brain-driven activity with business, which is often left-brained, analytical, deliberative, and pull them together is really the essence of a whole person being a complete leader. When he speaks about melody, melody is what leadership is all about, setting the tone. What is the refrain? What is the tune that we want to have everybody working toward? But then the harmony, two or more notes working together to make a pleasant sound and a pleasant result. When they don't work together, we have dissonance and we have that crashing sound on the keyboard. But the reality is when there's two or more notes that are in harmony, it makes a beautiful sound. And that's what cooperation is all about. Collaborative and supportive organizations do that. And then finally, rhythm. It's the whole notion of proper timing and self-management, that we can do the right thing at the wrong time and it doesn't really get us anywhere. And so just as in an orchestra or a band, there's a drummer that keeps track and everyone keeps up with that. It's the rhythm, it's the timing, it's the understanding of that. And ultimately, it leads to the score. And score, of course, has two meanings. It is the amount that we have at the end of a competition or a time period. And it's also the musical framework that a piece is written in, the score. And this results in synergy, which is the highest possible outcome. Absolutely phenomenal. You know, it's interesting to hear how thoughtful Freddie is. Most of us, myself included, can go through experience after experience, travel after travel, and rarely take the time to sit back and reflect. And maybe it was his time with Deepak Chopra that helped him understand it's the space between the notes where we're going to have the biggest learning, that we never really know what's in front of us fully, but if we slow down a little bit and check the space between the notes, we can come up with some great things. Freddie has found, I believe, his, his true purpose, his true calling, which is to merge his immense talent with art with developing people and helping people. And that didn't happen all at once. It came back really through these connections, going to a six-day personal empowerment program in which he was encouraged to bring his band. But you have to set the tone. So you speak first and tell people a little bit about your backstory. And that led to speaking more and led to speaking more. And then suddenly, here he is, able to present and inspire and motivate. He's been with many artists and influences that all focused on the importance of the human spirit. And that was one of the other great insights I got from Freddie, that world-changing artists, world-changing artists are the ones that really focus on the human spirit and how powerful that is. That melody is the leading aspect of music, but really it's the human spirit that drives and moves people in such a good way. Very impressed with that. Freddie, of course, has faced setbacks. Anybody that is dealing with something challenging or on a world scale, as he does, is definitely going to deal with these. And so I asked him, how did he motivate himself through these difficult periods? He said, it's amazing that melody clashes sometimes several times in a given day. And his first approach is to say, this is an opportunity to look inside and become a better person. What a phenomenal affirmation when faced with a problem, first of all, say, no, wait a minute, this is a chance to look inside and become a better person. Let's take a breath. There's something positive here. I know for myself, when I let my thoughts careen out of control down a negative or non-constructive path, it's pretty easy to feel like things are going to just come crashing down at any moment. But if we take that first breath and say, now, hang on a minute, there's something positive here, then it helps to open up different parts of our internal mental and emotional resources. So Freddie's first step is to take that breath. Second, he says, you don't necessarily have to figure it all out instantly. 
first of all, assess the situation, stay focused, breathe, realize there's usually a little bit of time to get things worked out, and then finally be brave enough to ask for help. I think it's not only being brave enough, and Freddie certainly has courage, but it's also pushing our own ego aside to realize, hey, I don't know everything. I've got some things I can learn from others. I need some support and background, and to have that humility to be able to reach out to others in such a good way. When I talked to Freddie, of course, about how he deals with these unexpected setbacks, he spoke a lot about the importance of listening, first of all, to yourself, and that listening in the world, and his quote, is at an all-time low. If we just rearrange the letters in the word listen, we get the word silent, that there's a time to be silent. And of course, some 50 years ago, Simon Garfunkel wrote about the sounds of silence. So the ability to listen, we use an acronym in our business called S-U-A-L. It stands for shut up and listen, because then we can figure something else out. When he quoted Dottie Walters, the idea of imagining that you can have a cup of coffee with anybody that has ever lived, what would that be like? Explore that in your mind. It helps to frame our listening because the quality of what we learn is usually a direct reflection of the quality of the questions that we ask. Freddie is not ever going to be satisfied with just being average. He's not going to deal in mediocrity. It's just not his thing. And he believes in the quote that good is the enemy of great, that we can figure out how to become greater and greater if we just stay focused on it. He's got a very deep purpose about serving others. He believes that it's a world where there's an abundance of opportunity, not a scarcity, if people care and if people work with each other. And possibly the greatest insight that I got out of many great insights was when he quoted Aristotle that when talents and the needs of the world intersect, therein lies your vocation. He also said that you can't just sit back and say, oh, I've got a lot of talent, the world owes me a living. He said, no, 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 it's talents and the needs of the world intersect. So I think that is a very powerful bit of advice, that sometimes we can have a product, a service, an idea, a website, uh, something that we think is, this is it, this is the it app. How come nobody's buying it? And sometimes it has to do with the needs of the world, and they just haven't intersected at that point in time. It's really a powerful quotation, and I would encourage all of us to keep it in mind. So this was our time with Freddie Ravel. He understands rhythm. He understands music. He understands the rhythm of success. And that's what he shared with us in such a great way. So until next time, pick a good tune. I recommend something by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Maybe Sergio Mendez. How about some Al Jarreau? How about some Carlos Santana? We just might hear Freddie Ravel playing along. Until next time, Dan Moore. Thanks. Thanks.